Hi, and welcome to Crypto Chats, a podcast that explores cryptids, alien encounters, and ghost stories. This episode was previously recorded for a different type of media, so please ignore all mentions of videos and specific photos. Um, Links to all the photos that are mentioned in this video are in the description. episode of crypto chats i wanted to talk to you all today about dog man and dog men um, and kind of everything that falls into that category Uh, i'm going to talk to you guys about um, the description um you know telltale signs of an encounter um and the origins of dog man like where they came from what um where their sightings are reported um and things like that and then we're gonna dive into um the uh, Beast of Bray Road and some other like super well-known um, dogman encounters um, that have been reported. All right, so let's get into it. Um, so dogman is a phenomena that started um, in the 1800s in Michigan. It started as this like really neat, just like Michigan folklore, if you will, um, and kind of has turned into something really tangible, which like, in my opinion, um, a lot of folklore like does stem from some kind of truth. Um, whether it seems like super far-fetched and it's just like this much truth, or it's you know like seems really feasible and it's this much truth. Like, regardless, I think in folklore there is some truth to like every story or sighting or creature or whatever that they talk about. Um, and in this case, it's no different because in 1887 um michigan had its first um dog man sighting and from there it kind of got intertwined into michigan's um story if you will um so basically picture like a werewolf picture what like hollywood tells you a werewolf looks like that's dog man that's the description almost to a t of what people who have encounter dog men or any of their like you know any of their different types or um a similar creature or anything have described you know seven feet tall massive uh creature dark fur looks very much like a giant wolf um but it's bipedal um and i don't know they're really scary like there are a lot of cryptids i think for me at least most of these creatures that I have been discussing or that I will discuss, I would be terrified to run into. But Dogman, I would be like, no, please no. Like, this is it. End of the line for me. Like, I gotta go. I'd probably quit what I'm doing, (laughs) stop making these videos, and just, like, cry for the rest of my life because they honestly scare me a lot. I just... I, I even as a child, I was really afraid of, like, werewolves. I don't know. They just, like, really freaked me out. Um, but, you know, to see something so large um and so vicious would just be terrifying to me so though dogman started as something that was like solely in michigan um nowadays we see excuse me i'm very sorry sightings all over the country the united states is like a hotbed for this um weird creature that it's just running around and doing its thing um there are a lot of websites where you can um, 
report your sighting, report your encounter, um, and they will archive that and keep it in a giant list or a map of where in the United States um, and Canada uh, you can find this creature. Um, one of those websites, which is, this website is so cool and like the man who runs it is super cool. He does a bunch of other stuff related to Dogman and I think it's super sick um, and I admire him very much. Um, it's called dogmanencounters.com um, and that is one of the, the resources. I'll drop a, a link to it in the description um, where, you know, if you have one of these sightings or, you know, you need, one of the, the things that this man offers is like trauma counseling essentially um, and like helps people work through uh, the trauma of having an encounter with one of these crazy creatures that's out to get you um, which I think is really cool and like really neat and honestly like I commend him a lot for like taking his life and being like I'm gonna help others with this crazy thing that you know people will genuinely just like tell you that you're insane for speaking out about and I think that's neat anyway back to the original point um, so when you go on that website, you can click on this link for all of the um, reported dogman encounters or sightings in the United States. Um, and it's super interesting because there are, you know, at least 40 states on that list, you know, out of the 50 that we have, um, that have at least one reported sighting. And you can go and click on it, you can click on the county, and then you can read all of the accounts that people have given um, based on their their sighting um, which is super neat and like it's just crazy to think about to me that there are so many sightings like all over the country like so many as like a creature that started like had its start in Michigan and like really like kicked off in that portion of the country for it to like be so widespread and be so well known is like so cool to me um and also like good for you dog man like you're really like doing your thing you're like you really like made a name for yourself and i'm proud of you please don't come after me if you ever see me so um before we go too much further i do want to talk to you guys about um the two different types of dogmen um that have been sort of like figured out i guess um there are as right as of right now we we know that there are two different types we have the canine type and then there is the type three um and all this information is also on uh dogman encounters as well so like i said i'm gonna put that in the description and i definitely urge you guys to go and check it out and like read it for yourself um it's super cool and very informative um so we have these two different types we have the canine type and the type three dogman um across the internet there are plenty of stories encounters sightings um all over the place that give you a lot of insight into um the different personalities of these two different types of i guess we'll say species of dogmen um we're going to talk about the canine type first uh because to my understanding from what i've like collected from reading all of these encounters and like doing all of this research is that that's the one that people often see um, the canine type is the one that more people are encountering um, and the general consensus on that one is that it's pretty aggressive um, not to say that the other one is not aggressive but it appears to be that the canine type is like way more willing to come after you and kind of like want to like hurt you hurt you not really hurt you but like attack or like 
I don't know, freak you out maybe. Like I, I've never myself had an encounter with a dog man. I can't tell you what his, what his or they or any of their intentions are. Um, but I feel like you guys know what I mean. Um, so the canine type can be characterized um, how by how its legs look specifically. Um, like when you think of a dog and like the way their legs look, um, they're super muscular. Uh, the shape of them is dramatically different than a human's legs. Um, and the canine type of dog man is like, they're characterized differently because of mostly the legs that they have. And as you can assume, the canine type does have more canine legs. Um, so as I said before, they resemble the more stereotypical like werewolf that we would see in Hollywood. Um, and they're scary. They're very scary. Um, and they're, you know, like I said, they're known to be the more aggressive one. Not that the other one is not aggressive, but they're known to be more aggressive, more, um, willing to attack you, uh, willing to chase your car, um, run alongside it, knock you off the road, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then we have the type three dog man. Um, the type three dog man is characterized more because it has more um, hominid looking legs um, like a human or a Sasquatch would like it's the structure of its body is less canine and more hominid so it's it looks more like you would think a Sasquatch does just with different a different shaped head I suppose um, one of the things that I found interesting while I was doing my research is that there are a lot of Sasquatch sightings in different parts of the country that don't have well no, I don't want to say don't have their own Sasquatch but haven't reported much of like having their own Sasquatch if that makes any sense um, and if you like look at this picture like you can see the resemblance um, of a Sasquatch to the type 3 dog man so I think it's it's like at least in my brain it's pretty safe to say that like the Sasquatch and the type 3 dog man are kind of getting um, not like pushed together, but like in, you know, when you have a sighting of something and you're not sure what it is, it's like really easy to look at a picture afterwards and go, yeah, it's probably that thing. Yeah, it was probably that. And like, you know, like depending on like how close you were, like how much of it you got to see, it's not like guaranteed that you're going to get like the sharpest, most clear image of what it actually was. Um, so I think it's like easy to confuse the two and say, oh, I saw this thing when it might've actually been this thing. Um, so I think it's kind of interesting that there are reports of these two creatures in the same zones because I, I wanna know like how much of it is like just, you know, a miscommunication or, you know, whatever. Like how much of it is like, you thought it was this thing, but it's actually this thing or, you know, vice versa. Um, or is it just one being? Like, do we just have a Sasquatch? Do we just have a dog man? Like, interesting. No one really knows. Hopefully we'll figure it out. Um, but some of the other things that, um, have been talked about, discussed, analyzed, I suppose, with the type three dog man is like tying it into, um, their like really strong resemblance to the Sasquatch is there are a lot of things about them that like definitively prove that they are not part of the Sasquatch family, which is super interesting because 
I can see how you could take these two creatures and go, you know, they're definitely related to each other. They share the same family tree. But I can also see how that could not be true. Um, the thing with the type 3 dogman is that it shares way, way, way less characteristics with a canine than it does like anything else. Like way less um, canine characteristics. The only one um, to my knowledge that it really shares with with any sort of like um, canine creature is the teeth. Which, I mean, there's a lot of animals that have that kind of like sharp terrifying looking smile <laughs> and mouth um, and you can see in the picture too it doesn't even really have much of a muzzle it's kind of just like here's my mouth there it is um, so I just I don't know I think it, that's weird and then um, obviously Sasquatches well actually I can't say obviously because I don't know of any Sasquatch dentists who could tell me definitively that a Sasquatch does not have point to canine teeth. I don't know if anyone can definitively say that. Well, you know what? No, I'm not gonna say that because maybe someone can, but I don't know. I personally don't know. Anyway, I'm like really rambling like big time this, this time, I apologize, but I digress. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, they also have fingernails, which, we as people do also have fingernails, um, which is a characteristic that the type three dogman does not share. Um, they have claws that are anchored in bone. Um, so that's like another characteristic of the dogman that kind of rules them out of being a part of the Sasquatch family. Um, just cause they physically like don't, they don't have the same like hand makeup, which like, I don't know. I don't know many species that have like that sort of like that big of a, um, I get like cannot think of my words today. Not that big of a, I guess I'll just say discrepancy. I don't think that's the word I was looking for, but that big of a discrepancy and like hand differences. I don't know. Um, but you know, maybe like that sometimes. One of the other things that people like report most of the time, which this is different from um, to at least what I know of when it comes to Squatch sightings, um, is that with Dogman and Dogmen alike, you can smell them before you can see them. Um, and from what I have learned, they smell terrible. They smell like pure death. And I don't know that I myself have ever smelled like pure death, but I can't imagine it smells good. So I feel like, I don't know, like I feel like that's super cool because no, I just like can you imagine you're like driving down the road and all of a sudden you're just like oh my god it smells terrible and then you look and this guy's just like chilling like hanging out next to your car like trying to push you off the road like that's like I don't know at least like you have like that you know you can smell him before you see him so you like have a chance to get out um, and that's not usually something that's reported when it comes to squash sightings um, or any other like cryptid that I at least know of that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Like that's not really something that's usually reported. So I think that's really cool. All right, so that's all I have for you guys for the first part of this video. Um, the description, uh, the, you know, brief telling of its origins. Um, in this part, we're going to read some encounter sightings um, 
reported on the internet, and then we're going to talk about the Beast of Bray Road, uh, since it's such a similar um, item in its description and its behaviors. Um, figured this would be a good opportunity to talk about it um, in a way that relates to the other things that we're discussing. Um, so across the internet, there are hundreds and thousands of sightings of dogmen in the United States. Um, as I talked about in the first episode, they started in Michigan and kind of just spread out throughout the entire country. Um, and today, uh, there is a sighting in almost every state in the United States, uh, which is crazy. Um, but one of the ones I would like to talk to you guys about um, is actually from New Hampshire, uh, which is crazy. I live in New Hampshire. Um, I love New Hampshire. It doesn't have, we don't have a lot of cryptids here. We have like wood devils, um, which we'll talk about at another time, um, and puckwudgies, which we'll also talk about at another time. Um, and New Hampshire, New Hampshire has more alien abductions and alien sightings, um, and like ghostly things, which, um, I love. It's like, I'm a big fan of everything supernatural, um, from the paranormal to extraterrestrials. I love it all. Um, but in New Hampshire, we don't really have a lot of cryptids, at least not, um, super well-known ones. Um, so it's interesting and super cool to me to find that there was a sighting of Dogman in New Hampshire. Um, and this story is from June of 2017. Um, so we're gonna read that. It's, it's neat. That's pretty recent. You know, three years ago is not that, not that long. So, um, I'm gonna read that one to you guys first and then we'll talk about it a little bit. June 1st, 2017, 11.30 p.m. I was going through the hiking trails with my dog behind my town's local high school fairly late one night. I had gone there plenty of times before since I was young, so I wasn't frightened. While I was walking my dog, he kept trying to stop and was whimpering, which was strange because he is normally a very brave dog. After walking for about 10 minutes longer, I heard huge branches crashing and breaking. That's when I started to become frightened and decided to turn back. While walking back, I could tell that something was following me. I was terrified. Suddenly, after a minute of calmness, this creature leapt in front of me across the trail. This creature had long, dark fur and was enormous. It wasn't a bear. It was like a very muscular, huge wolf. After seeing this, I picked up my dog and sprinted off the trail without seeing it again. This was easily one of the most terrifying nights of my life. Um, so that is from New Hampshire. Um, it's from uh, one of the more northern counties in New Hampshire. Um, and it's super interesting because um, I mean, from what I gathered, it's like, it was pretty close proximity, you know, it's like a couple feet up the trail, you can see it pretty well, granted it's kind of dark, but, you know, when you grow up in an area that is like, known to have bears, known to have moose, known to have um, all of these different, like, giant creatures, you get really good at being able to tell, like, you know, obviously I know that wasn't a bear because I've grown up seeing them, or obviously it wasn't a moose because I know what moose look like. Um, so it's just super interesting to be like a New Hampshire native and be like, I am like certain that that wasn't a bear. I'm certain it wasn't this. Like it was definitely this large wolf-like creature that chased me through the woods. <laughs> um, and honestly, like I go up into the woods a lot all the time. Um, this past weekend I went up north with my roommates um, and you know, one of these days I'm like, I'm sure we're gonna run into something weird up there, um, you know, granted, a lot of weird stuff up in northern New Hampshire in general, but 
um, it would be really cool to, to run into something like that. It would be terrifying. I said this in my first video. I would be really scared if I ran into a dog man. Um, and I still think that. I still think that to be true. But I do also think it would probably be really cool. Like in hindsight, like 20 years later when I'm like finally over it and like have accepted and like made peace with it, I'd be like, all right, yeah, no, that was kind of cool. In the meantime, I'd be like, that was scary. I didn't like it. Okay, so I'm going to read um, another encounter to you guys. Uh, this one comes from Idaho, um, and it was reported in 2008, so a little bit further away than the last one. Um, but it's interesting that it's, it's coming from Idaho, um, and I'm going to read it, and then we can talk about it. I saw a dog man walking along the Green Belt in uh, Boise, Idaho, and to be more specific, the area would be Garden City. The actual, actual location on the Greenbelt would be the area of the Greenbelt that is on the side, the other side of Veterans Parkway Bridge. For those not familiar with the area, the Boise River flows through downtown Boise and Garden City. The Greenbelt is a walking, biking pathway that is paved that goes right next to the river. It was 3.15 a.m. in February 2008, and I was scraping the ice off my car window. I had to be at work at 4 a.m. I realized that it was eerily quiet. I looked up and I saw it walking along the Greenbelt going towards the Veterans Parkway Bridge. The bridge goes over the Boise River and the Greenbelt, the Greenbelt pathway goes under the bridge. It was tall, I would guess over seven feet. It turned its head and looked at me. It had green neon colored glowing eyes. I said out loud, oh my God. It turned its head back and continued walking along the Greenbelt. I was walking slowly. I was frozen with fear and didn't move until I saw it vanish behind the building that is next to the Veterans Parkway Bridge. I assumed that it continued along the Greenbelt under the bridge. It had dark brown fur all over its body, pointed ears, long snout, weird legs, and tail. I got a pretty good look at it. That section of the Greenbelt is at a, the end of a dead end street and has a couple of businesses there with parking lots that are lit up with all street lights. I only saw it that one time. Um, so that one's pretty interesting because, you know, it fits the description of Dogman to a T. Um, and personally, like based on its behavior, um, if you watched my first video, you'll know a little bit more of what I'm talking about. I think it was probably a type three Dogman, um, considering it wasn't super aggressive and I just kind of looked at them. Like I said in the first one, not to say that those ones are not aggressive, but it's kind of been like based on the sightings and the way people have described their behavior, it's kind of been um, figured out that the canine type is more likely to attack you um, and more likely to be aggressive towards you, whereas the type three um, doesn't not exhibit those same characteristics, but is a little a little more lax. Um, so based on that, I would assume that that was probably a type three, um, given the description too. What I think is interesting about that though is the tail, uh, because in some of like the artist illustrations um, and the different uh, like descriptions that we've seen of type 3 dogmen, they're not really usually known to have a tail, um, whereas like the canine type would. Um, so all in all, it's just super interesting. Like that is a sighting that I think if I saw it in that context, I would be probably way less scared. Like I would definitely be scared, but like if it wasn't attacking me, I'd be like, okay, well maybe, you know, that was scary, but not as bad. Um, so that's really cool. Like, I really like that one. Um, and it's like, it's cool that this person got like a very, very, very clear image of it and like a very clear sighting of, of this creature just like walking along this path. Like, that's really neat to me and I, I really like it. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the Beast of Bray Road. Um, this uh, creature is um, 
local to southern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. Um, the reason I'm bringing this into it is because physically and behaviorally the Beast of Bray Road is like almost a perfect match to Dogmen. Um, and I think like because it was like an isolated um, place and because the Dogman sightings didn't gain traction and start becoming a more known phenomena until you know like the, the late 1900s um, a lot of people just like didn't know that there was like another creature happen like another creature coming around that like could have possibly been the same thing or it could have been um, you know like a, a hybrid of this creature and something else or whatever Okay, so the, the Beast of Bray Road had its first, like, official sighting in 1936 in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Um, and from there on, it kind of, like, jumped counties. Um, so, you know, it went kind of quiet for a couple years. Um, which, you know, it may have been out and about. People may have been seeing it, just not said anything about it. Um, but, you know, it'd be like that. Um, so for a couple decades, it kind of just wasn't really reported as much. Um, and then in the 80s and 90s, uh, sightings were popping up in different counties um, in the similar area to where it was first sighted, um, but it was kind of bouncing around all of these, these different zones, um, which is pretty interesting. Um, eyewitnesses of these sightings like have reported that its behavior is like very aggressive, um, like jumping on cars, chasing people, um, trying to like scare them which is like super 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 similar to like what a lot of people report for the um the canine type dog man uh which is super interesting and i'm gonna read you guys the description of this creature and show you a picture um and you're gonna see that it's like super super similar to what is described when people are talking about dog man as well um so there are several descriptions to this um it's a bear-like creature resembles bigfoot unusually large two to four feet tall on all fours and seven feet tall on two legs, um, weighs anywhere between 400 to 700 pounds with brown gray fur resembling a dog, shiny yellow eyes with pointed ears, and it's very, very intelligent. Um, so as you can see, it's like very similar looking to what um, the dog man has been um, drawn up to look like and what the dog man has been seen to look like. Um, so in my mind at least I think it's probably like the same creature um, a lot of people tried to write it off as like oh it could be this it could be this um, Wisconsin has its own like type of Bigfoot that they call the bluff monster which keep an eye out because we'll do a video on that at some point too um, so a lot of people were just like oh it's the bluff monster it's fine it's, it's that thing um, a lot of people thought that it was a wendigo which we'll talk about wendigos in another video eventually because they are scary i'm afraid of them um and some people wrote the sightings off as a wild dog or a bear with mange um which is interesting because i feel like a lot of like mammal cryptids people will see them and be like oh well that's just this creature with mange <laughs> And I think it's funny because like, I'm sure a lot of it probably is that, like someone sees something weird and they're like, why is that bear looking creature acting strange and why does it look like that? And it's, it turns out to just be like a bear and it's having a bad time. Um, but I do think that obviously not every single animal that we see has mange. So um, there has to be like some 
some sort of other explanation as to why people are seeing these like crazy muscular werewolf creatures that are attacking their cars. Um, I'm gonna read a uh, an encounter from the Beast of Bray Road real quick. Um, it is a little bit longer, uh, but it's super interesting, so I'm gonna read it to you guys, and then we'll go from there. I lived in the town of Franklin, Wisconsin. This was about 1997 to 98. We had just moved into a brand new subdivision and were currently the only house that was built. The rest of the area for a long distance was empty lots on what used to be the adjoining farm's old land. Our backyard had a running creek. On the other side of the creek was some brush and a single lane road with an old wooden street light that gave off an orange hue about 30 yards or so away. It was a warm summer night and I, were ha I was having a sleepover with one of my friends. We had all the lights off and were playing hide and seek in the dark. I went back into our sunroom and saw something crouched over the illuminated through the brush and the orange street light. I'm not sure how to describe its body posture. You know how when you're about to throw up and you hunch over on your knees and palms? It was similar to that. Its breaths were so deep and heavy that you could see its chest heaving from that distance. We had a 140 pound Akita who stood six feet on his hind legs. I could easily tell that whatever this was dwarfed my Akita. I also know that it wasn't any type of dog or wolf. Its hind legs were thick and muscular, like a man's, but its body tapered at the abdomen and had like a wolf or canine. I called out to my friend who came over and just said, what the is that to me? Trying not to make much noise. We sat there as well as it hunched for a good 30 minutes. My dad, who was a hard ass Vietnam vet, came out to see what the hell we were doing up so late. We asked what it was and he said, I don't know. He then went outside as we stayed in, scared for my dad. He had one of those old mega lights that had the power of a thousand candles and took it with him. He stood in the driveway and shined it on whatever we were watching. It looked back at us and I honestly don't remember its eye color. What I do remember is that when it took off into the brush, it took off upright like a splinter or like a sprinter from the on all four stands. My dad heard it splash through the creek and hightailed it in. It was one of those crazy moments you don't really talk about because people will think you were crazy. When I heard about it so many years later, I immediately knew I'd seen it too. So that's crazy. Can you imagine like being a child just like playing outside and you like see this like crazy thing that's just like hunched over like staring at you? I would be so scared. But also like for, I think it, obviously it was traumatizing enough that this person like remembered that like story so freshly in their brain um after all those years but also like that's just crazy like i like i don't know i think that's nuts i really like it i really thoroughly enjoy reading stories of people's encounters because i like putting myself in that situation and like seeing it with my my own mind you know like i like to like read it and be like great so i'm gonna mentally like prepare this this image and just like kind of put myself there and read it and I think it's really interesting and I'm I'm excited to read encounters like this because it's just like that's so cool and like obviously I didn't try to hurt them I just looked at them and was interested I think like and this this could go for like a lot of animals too is like a lot of them are generally pretty curious about like what we are and what we're doing um and like only become aggressive like when we start to interfere with their lives um you know you get too close to like a mama bear's cubs or like um i can't think of any other example and um examples of why an animal would come after you anyway 
Um, but I think it's interesting that it, it was more kind of just like observing them. And then when this person's father went out to, to, to check it out, that's when it kind of just like, it's like, I'm out of here, see you later. Yeah, so that's what I have for you guys for part two of my Dogman episode. Um, if you want to see more encounters or more um, sightings like typed out, uh, check the links in here because I put the same links in this description as I put in the first one. Um, dogmanencounters.com has a lot of very, very good encounters on there um, that you can read through and they're super cool. Um, and then as for the Beast of Bray Road, um, I'm pretty convinced that it's the same creature honestly like i really think it's probably just the same thing like more of the same dogman like creature um that's just made its way through uh these other places so as far as i'm concerned that's what it is um if you think otherwise let me know though like please leave me a comment like let me know what you think um if you think it's a creature all on its own or if you think it's part of the dogman uh species um i just would love to hear everyone else's opinion um yeah that's all i have for you guys today I'll see you guys next time bye